I'm Jordan Belfort, and this is Sales School. NetSuite is the world's number one cloud business system. Bottom line, it gives you visibility and control over your financials, HR, inventory, e-commerce, and more. It's everything you need all in one place. In fact, over 21,000 companies are using NetSuite right now, so you'll be in great company right alongside them. So let NetSuite show you how they'll benefit your business with a free product tour at netsuite.com school. So it's really um, a very important thing to know <laughs> the experiences that someone has had in the past with people who sell products and services similar to your own because, you know, based on the bad experiences they have, some of not some of it, but not all of it is going to be attributed to you. So, you know, action threshold is made up of the sum of one's beliefs and experiences and just, you know, their really their core of how they feel about making decisions, about buying in general, about salespeople overall, should they trust, should they not trust, all of that stuff wraps up into action threshold. It also, though, wraps up into this other very important thing, which is where does someone land on the certainty scale the moment they enter the encounter and they understand what the sale's about. In other words, you know, the goal is you want to move someone to as close to as possible to a 10, 10, 10. Question is, where do they start? And the answer is, well, somewhere, right? They're from planet Earth. They know about real estate. They know about automobiles. They know about whatever you're selling. They know about it, right? And whatever they don't know, their brain will fill in the blanks and extrapolate from everything they've seen, heard, inferred, and they'll instantly land somewhere on the certainty scale. What you're referring to here is someone that is entering the encounter with a general mistrust of the process itself because of bad experiences, right? So one of the questions you would love to ask, it's important, so tell me about the things, you know, anything, the bad experiences, what didn't you like with the people that you've used for this in the past? The problem is if you do that, it doesn't work. It's too on the nose. To say to someone like you're trying to close them, so ah, so tell me what was what you hate about your last salesperson? Like what they they'll be like, well, I'll be I'll, I'll be, you know. So rather than doing that, you use a different tactic. You start off by saying, first, tell me what you liked about the last people. What were the things that were positive about the program? What were the features and benefits? What did they do that was right? What what was great about it? And now they're like, oh, well, it was this, 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 and this. And also, what was the stuff that really was not so great? That Now they'll be like, well, the fucking, because now you're not being so obvious. If you just go to the negative, they're like, you're sharpshooting them. They're like, nope, they clam up. But by asking them what was good first, they talk, and then you, it's a natural, and what was not so good? Tell me about that. And then... While you would knock it, you know, say a couple of things that were good, you go, uh huh, yep, uh huh, yeah, makes of course. So, so your tonality of active listening, when they're telling you the good things, is yeah, obviously, as if to say anybody would do that. Of course, oh, uh, yeah, of course, right? Yep, yeah, obviously, uh huh. Minimal, your tonality is minimizing how great those things were because they're so obvious, and obviously you do them. And then, and you're not going to ask any follow up questions about what they liked. But then when you say, and on the flip side, what wasn't 
good for you? What was it? Something that really just bothered you? That really pissed you off? I really want to know that too. And then they, then when they start talking, you're like, ah, uh -huh, oh my god, exactly, ah, oh my god, as if to say, ugh. We would never do that. That's, oh my God, you must have been so, and then tell me more about that. Can you, and then ask follow-up questions and dig and really dig into that side of the equation. You get it? That's how you uncover the real truth about what's So you cannot go in just saying, so what's, what was wrong? Because then you're like a cheap salesman and then say, oh yeah, I would never do that. So you, so you do it the other way. And then the last question, and if, you could like, just imagine you could design the service that was literally perfect for you. Like you were, tell me what that would look like. What were the things that would, what would we do? What could I do? What would that service look like? Give me the perfect solution for you. Just give me an idea. If you ask that, so if you ask that question, stand on, they won't give it to you. They go, oh yeah. Oh, let me tell you the perfect one because you want to just then tailor it. But by doing it as a series of three, it's, it's a natural, it's like almost like, one question, like th that last question was like, just to, like, so you asked the first question and what wasn't so bad? And, and what was, so you asked what was good and what was really not so good? And they answer that and then you ask follow-up questions and say, and, and, and then if, and like almost like it just, you know, and if you could design it for yourself, like what would be the perfect fit? You, you this, it's so much of this is tonality and how you, you ask a series, you create a frame and they will, and they say, ah, uh -huh, yep, got it, uh-huh, uh-huh. Perfect. Okay, great. Well, Jim, let me just say this. Based on everything you said, the program we have here is definitely a perfect fit. Let me tell you exactly why. Now, for starters, and now you really have that ammunition, you know where their pain lies, and you tailor into that.